Oh, hi, honey. A quick disclaimer for today's podcast. One of the things we love about astrology is that it covers the entire spectrum of the human experience, including the wild, wonderful world of sex. Our guest on today's episode has a blunt, honest way of talking about sex, which is one of the reasons we love him. If, however, you have little ones or discussing sex in this way isn't your cup of tea, feel free to sit this one out and we'll catch you next time. Hello, Starlight. Welcome to Astrologize It. This is the podcast for anyone who wants a practical explanation of astrology with a little everyday bullshit thrown in. Uh, we are your guides and co-hosts on this stellar journey. I'm Steve. And I'm Julia. Let's get started. Yeah. Today, we are bubbling with joy because our special guest is the inspiring and beautiful Murray. Uh, Steve Hi. and I had the honor of working with Murray at a local metaphysical store where uh, the three of us got to have many deep and gut-wrenching conversations about everything, pretty much. And uh, <laughs> when the opportunity came to talk about Aquarius energy, Steve and I were so excited to bring one of those very airy conversations to you all. Uh, so, Moray, tell us a little bit about you and what your projects are, what you're passionate about. Mm. How can we get to know you a little better? You know, I hate that question. I know. Oh, yeah, that's the first Nobody question. Nobody likes that question. <laughs> Refer back to the Scorpio episode where Julie and I had to talk about ourselves. I love that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope you embodied a lot of good Leo energy with it, though. Oh, he always does. I should. <laughs> um, oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm Murray. As things have already been said, I don't like introducing myself already. Um, I'm just a bitch who just likes to exist. And I have lofty goals of trying to he not heal the world. I want the world to choose its own healing. Mm -hmm. I would like to control how the healing happens, but <laughs> that is not ideal for society. And not yet. And um, <laughs> we're going to get there. So currently I am just working jobs that I want to invest my time in because I see like the possibility of this actually being a staple in communities. I'm not going to say where I work, but I work with some pretty cool bitches, not going to lie. Um, and I Ooh. have worked with pretty cool bitches. Oh, thank so, you. So, yes, yes. I um, am that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and right now, I'm just, I'm now actually working on my projects instead of just thinking about them and having a resource of energy. Um, I'm working on my book. It's a light novel. It's a it's a very big process because now I actually see how much I want it to actually impact reality. Mm -hmm. And of course, everyone, or I would believe that everyone wants their work to do something. Mm -hmm. But I would suspect that adds a layer of pressure. Unnecessarily. Yep. I should yep. just enjoy the process. And I have been doing more of that. <laughs> I've been doing more of the... Okay, let's just type it out. Yep. Oh, that's a fun little scene. That's not teaching anything. It, it's all natural and organic. But really, I'm just like, you bitches better learn. I hope you read this and see like, oh, there's nuance there. Oh, and if you don't get it, I'm sure it's going to be a Philip K. Dick sort of thing where <laughs> 40 years after my death, this has a lot of sense. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Why didn't this happen? And, mm -hmm. and I'll be pissed about it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Rolling in the grave. I'm just yes. like, I could have had all my funds and you bitches didn't want to give me anything. <laughs> but it's okay. That happens. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. My little Leo Midheaven understands that I will not be given anything. But also I hear Aquarius there where it's the like, I am the prophet. I am seeing the future. I am telling the way. And you're not paying attention. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm super mad. But I'm not over mad. in the corner over here, though. It's fine. I'm just yelling over there. You can't handle it. It's I'm, fine. I'm, I don't want to get in the conversation. Did you miss my text? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I was actually tweeting to you. I don't. I know you don't have an account, but I was I'm tweeting. tweeting. <laughs> okay. You'll miss me when I'm dead. Yep. That is just. Uh, so yeah, I have my work that I'm working on in that sort of format, just copyrighted. Uh, three of my projects and now exciting that's a little exciting because yeah. i'm like oh well now i actually have to finish it so mm-hmm. that should be easy so that means gain more money gain more followers which i do with my social media mm-hmm. um and a portion of that is also a part of my my sexual uh revolution in internally mm-hmm. um but knowing and seeing how it actually affects other people um as well when they engage with me mm-hmm. it's like a there is an appreciation of how I'm doing something, mm-hmm. even though it's I'm not trying to. It's just like, oh, I see the beauty and the art of my sexual expression. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also giving into my debaucherous nature because my mate allows me to just be a hoe online. So I'm like, oh, well, I can actually give it up like that. <laughs> and then I allow my storytelling aspect to come through because no one's actually who the fuck they say they are online. I would like to believe that I am actually 89% of who I project myself to be. Mm. And then that other portion's like, okay, that's a little extra. I'm not that whorish. I am not getting, okay, hold on. Everyone loves <laughs> I mean, is like, this hyperbole or? <laughs> like, I was like, let's draw it back. I'm like, how, I am a graphic person. You already know this. How can I, what can I say on here? We're, like we'll do a clean? disclaimer at the we beginning. We can always disclaim things. We'll disclaim at the beginning yes. because what we want okay. is. I mean, last time she said boobies a lot. So. I, <laughs> I think you can. I think you can uh, overshoot that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. No, I feel like we'll do a disclaimer and to be like, "Welcome to a. This is what Venus and Aquarius looks like." Um, yeah. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and since it's all conjunct, it all goes back to it. Restrict, and we'll get into it later. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not taking loads of cum as I would project myself online. Is it from one person? Of course it is. Aww. Do I make it look like it's from multiple people? Yes, definitely. And I see how people like that. And I'm like, you guys are dirty bitches. And I support it. I have to support it. But also there's like, we're moving into a particular age where it's like, um, sex is everything. In my view, it is life. It is existence, of course. Mm-hmm. But when it runs a society now it's a it's a hindrance and a cancer because now we are going to treat other people solely based on stereotypical venus aesthetic we're just mm. dealing with the structure of something and what it makes us feel like and then we're not actually engaging with the spirit that is inside of it so we disregard people's sexualities and we disregard them as human beings and use them and all that sort of thing so these are the, that's the kind of conversation I'm trying to create, and I see that it is necessary with how, at least, I think our gen and, oh, and unfortunately older gens as well, 
Excuse me, I'm burping. Oh my god. <laughs> How dare you? God. Yes. What is happening? It's real. You know, there's a, there's there's been a lot of tea. Not lots of tea. <laughs> lots. There's been lots of movement. <laughs> and Disclaimer: There will be burping. There will be lots of burping. Maybe <laughs> healthy <laughs> probiotics. Um, so yeah, I just as a person in life, just to close it out for me, is I'm just here to show you what I think I see, and then, bitch, tell me if I'm wrong or right, and we can argue about it. An argument doesn't have to be aggressive. It's just a, a exchange of opinions and minds. Is there a winning aspect? Of course, my Saturn rules it, so it's like, I won. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can agree with me on what we're talking about right now. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, um, and then I'm turned on if I lose, because I'm like, oh, you beat me. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. I'll win some other way then. And Venus just goes, <laughs> all right, I see you. Okay. Aroused. Okay. I observe. <laughs> yes, yes. I observe and I will be used. So <laughs> yes. let's do that. Mm -hmm. yes. Awesome. Yeah. So... We should talk a little bit about your astrology yes. um, and in particular, your astrology background, mm -hmm. because you are a very good astrologer yourself. You're sweet. You're so sweet. To uh, no, sweet. no. We've had conversations. <laughs> You're a great astrologer. However, you use a different system than mm -hmm. we do. So, um, so Steve and I use tropical astrology. You more use Vedic astrology. Mm -hmm. um, how does it feel to be so wrong? Just I love kidding. it. <laughs> you're not absolutely wrong. <laughs> you're you're hitting it right just a little bit. Uh, no. no, no, no. So we use different <laughs> types of astrology. So can you tell us a little bit about um the school of astrology that you use and why you chose to use um sidereal Vedic mm -hmm. astrology instead of tropical astrology? Yeah, definitely. There was I certainly started off with the good Western Tropic. Because of course, you know, American. This That's what what's do. online. <laughs> this is what I'm like. I got I got access, but as I'm like growing and just getting bored with my practice because I'm not seeing the the results that I would like to see, and then also I'm not feeling like I'm intertwined with the movements of it. I was like, what is actually passionate about my spirituality? And Japanese has been a part of my life since I was like 11. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh well. I've always wanted to actually actively speak Japanese. Um, and it would be so much easier if I actually acquired the language through the actual spiritual systems that are over there. Mm. Um, but how do I be authentic with what I'm actually learning? And so Vedic astrology kind of popped up when I was essentially looking at Japanese astrology. Mm. So what they have is sukuyo. And that is essentially a combination of Vedic astrology and Buddhist astrology and Taoism. So there's there's layers in there, and even to a degree there in Chinese astrology as well. So there's a bit of a it's wrong in its own way. <laughs> <laughs> like they've combined it to a point where it's like, oh well, those constellations actually don't match up, yeah. but. The system seems to work in right. its own way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and learning through 
moon cycles was mainly a thing mm. I wanted to focus on. And Naksatras or the Sukuyo, it's kind of the same thing. It's just the moon controls so much about who you are and the moon is representative of the mind and kind of that internal process. Mm -hmm. So knowing the moon and following the moon felt most accurate to, I guess, my being and my vessel. And then the more that I aligned, it's not more that I aligned, it was more, I looked at the tropic and I looked at the sidereal. The tropic was certainly what I felt like, but the sidereal is like what I want it to be. Mm. And then I like, I was like, no, that's exactly what I want, but why can't I be that? Oh, well, I have to align myself with this system in order to move into that being or that character. Oh, fascinating. So I just, that's just how that astrology worked. Yes. It was like, okay, want to learn Japanese and I want to be this bitch here. Yes. That chart looks fun for me. Nice. So that's yes. how that started. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, as an astrologer, uh, when and teachers, oftentimes one of the first questions we get is, oh, so there's different types of astrology and there's different house systems. So which one is most accurate? Mm -hmm. um, which I, I mean, that's a fair question. It's a fair ask. question. It's also yeah. not I feel like you didn't even know that there were multiple <laughs> systems. Mm -hmm. So once you learn that there are multiple systems, you're like, but wait so which one am i yeah <laughs> yeah i don't like that one right i don't agree to be that because mm -hmm. i'd be scorpio Merc. i'd have scorpio mercury instead of mercury sagittarius mm -hmm. which i'm like oh well it actually makes sense either way yes the yeah. level of depth and the level of height right it's just like it all comes full circle at the end of it right um so yeah the of course i'm gonna be like oh, well vedic is a little more <laughs> accurate why because it's the beginning sort of kind of little you know, babylonian i the mixture of astrology there because there are there it tropical doesn't necessarily deal with fixed stars correct is this also part of the system which is funny because vedic deals with fixed stars now it's like okay. it is doing a they have their quadrants mm -hmm. but if we were really looking at it in a traditional way, it's like, oh, yes, all the signs are different sizes and the Naksatras rule a particular sign. So it's it's made easier mm -hmm. in the way that Tropic is. Mm -hmm. Got it. So it feels the same way. I would have liked uh, to go on the real sidereal kind of side. And guy on YouTube, it's cute, showed me all that. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I like this idea. But it is harder to... I'm trying to, do you know which uh, sign is like one of like the largest signs if we're just to like look at them um, based on the constellation size? I'm sorry, I can't even think about it. Um, Honestly, no. There's, there, but like in real life, like what, yeah. what, what you're, what we're talking about right now is mm -hmm. like the, from the 360 sphere of the earth mm -hmm. kind of a thing where astrology is right now isn't technically lining up with the proper yeah. constellations and everything Sci right, because scientifically it's not actually 360 degrees divided equally like yeah. it, that's not real right and that's kind of what you're that's what we're talking about mm -hmm. right now it's not yeah. it's not real it's what you make it and mm -hmm. like all is like all astrology since it's all tied to cultural influence and perception mm -hmm. it is about what stories you know and what you know about the culture around you um, and then making up the story with the stars 
at the same time. Right, right. Or, you know. Yes. So. Yes. Does that answer the question? Oh, we love it. I love it so yes. much. My stream of consciousness is like, no, I have yeah, many well, things Yeah, and we're, we're also playing a little bit of devil's advocate for, <laughs> for the people who are like, there's more than one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> one what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. kind of like poking a little at that and giving a broader sense too. And it's just also interesting since it can come from one, if we're going to go way back in time, like, Babylon, Mesopotamia being the source of everything Mm -hmm. and then for it to jut out the way that it does and all of these cultures either taking it or it just kind of blossoming in there, they have the same kind of constellations, but how they read them can be different. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, well, who's right and who's wrong? It's like, oh, well, how are they both right at the same time? Mm -hmm. Two things can be right. Two things can be right, but I am and i just i i'm the one that decides that and i think that's also with the astrology is you decide what is accurate for your chart right and even if something is or what you deem inaccurate right we all like to deny certain things about ourselves where it's like oh no i don't agree with that it's like you should you should definitely agree with what that statement says about who you are Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah but Right. If you react so strongly against it, then there's probably something for you to pay attention mm-hmm. to. Yes. Yes. Right. Let's learn it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, here's confessions of a real astrologer. In my um, <laughs> earlier days, uh, I did a reading for someone and I had their birth time wrong and ah. did an entire reading. Yes. Wrong. Wrong information. It was still an extremely impactful reading, even though everything <laughs> about it was wrong. Bam. Why? Because humans are not that different. Because we're actually not that unique. Exactly. And we also contain the entire cosmos in all of us. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it'll speak to someone inside you. Yeah. What I like to, the analogy that I've come up with is here I am. I'm a mom. I have two small children. Um, astrology for me is a cardboard box. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of religions and spiritual tools that are like the electronic toys that the kid pushes and then buttons go off mm-hmm. and they just keep pushing the button and it feels good because yeah. you're pushing the button. Astrology is the cardboard box where it's like, well, it could be a spaceship. It could be a house. It could be a tunnel. It can mm-hmm. be also just a box. Yeah. Um, astrology is just a very open-ended toy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. However you want to play with it and however you get excited and motivated play with it that way Mm -hmm. and when you get bored with it try playing with it a different way Uh um you'll learn something new that way if you're getting frustrated with it just put it away for a minute yeah (laughs) maybe just stop playing (laughs) yep maybe that toy is not meant for you at this age right now don't agree with this anymore (laughs) so here at astrologize it steve and i have decided to go with tropical because of our geographic location because we're um, in a part of the world where tropical astrology lines up with the actual seasons that we're going through. That's the whole point of tropical astrology is it lines up with seasons. That's why I think if you are in Australia, tropical astrology may not be as exciting Mm -hmm. for you as far as a tool to connect with nature, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but also because it's what people come across on the internet um so we want to be kind of like a first step for you where it's like understanding deeper but for listeners 
explore mm -hmm. go out there see what what fits with you and yeah and then yeah. bring us your questions yeah, for sure all right we'll be right back need an easy out at your next social soiree try aquarius escape pods these easy-to-use, extraordinarily discreet escape pods are made for those who find themselves in social situations where they're suddenly overwhelmed with too many feelings. The size of a normal detergent pod, these portable distractions fit in any clutch, side pocket, or secret compartment. Simply squeeze and toss to create an instant chaotic cloud of colorful smoke using compressed air, not combustion, because safety is key to any successful escape. Caught answering uncomfortable questions about family? Poof! Escape pod. Can't shake that creeper that won't stop offering martinis? Bam! Escape pod. Strategic and secure, these pods have been proven to cause maximum distraction with minimal damage. Relationally speaking, of course. Cause a scene today with Aquarius escape pods. Exit signs never looked so inviting. For high-end galas, try new Aquarius escape pods with glitter. Those sequin gowns never stood a chance. All right, welcome back, y'all. We have Moray here, and uh, we wanted to kind of continue the conversation back to like kind of backpedaling to something he said earlier um, with control and kind of like where control has been popping up in your life lately. Um, you also were chatting about kind of your online community yeah. and how um, you are interacting with the online community with their responses and then also um i'm guessing there's a bit of a power play oh, definitely. happening and yeah. uh, who doesn't love a good power play but aquarius mm -hmm. opposite leo <laughs> yes <laughs> so like let's let's start there with kind of wherever well let's let's preface it because okay. with the saturn and the venus being so close together conjunct at least in my system and in the fourth house it is all about one, of course, the home being set up a particular way, but also since Fourth house. the home mm -hmm. is, thank you, um, the home being my temple, being my physical body, mm -hmm. it is about how someone actually receives my body and how they actually gain access to it. Mm. Um, and Saturn controls how you gain access to anything. So there's the control aspect on my end of how do I make people obey me? Because I know I can because of what they want i have what they want i don't necessarily need what they want mm. so i'll give you what you want from me that control aspect shows my saturn on how to manipulate sex and beauty mm -hmm. and just being aesthetically pleasing and artistic knowing how to line a shot up properly or even how to line up um a, a phrase to be delectable and delicious for someone to intake and then just like oh it just sat with me for a while and then the way you looked into the camera and it just it was i'm just feeling really whipped by you and i'm like good that's what i intended and i'm glad it's working <laughs> that's what you asked for and that's what you wanted and i'm giving you that mm -hmm. um but then with that same aspect of me knowing how to do that for the control aspect saturn being its force itself is also controlling how I meant to receive certain things and how I'm supposed to perceive certain things hmm. or not how I'm supposed to testing me to see how I can perceive something, especially if 
I have already viewed my own perception to be faulty or sickly. Um, so with Saturn controlling, they just want to see what you can do under pressure. Like mm -hmm. Saturn is about how much can you expand as I'm like, my, my hands are around your throat at this point. Mm -hmm. I'm not happy about it. I'm not enjoying killing you whatsoever. Are you going to be strong enough to get me off of you? And no, sometimes I am not strong enough. Saturn is an overwhelming force. It is a malefic. Mm -hmm. So it's meant to honestly rip you apart. Mm -hmm. And there is no sadness or tears for them. But that's kind of what's hot about it. It's like, oh, you're not, you're not excited either way. Or actually, no, you might be excited when you feel the pressure of some other force. Like, oh, yeah, I can't dominate you. So you have the dance between a malefic and a benefic mm -hmm. Venus. Mm -hmm. Can you kind of expound more on how how that plays? And I'm kind of hearing it come out um, in the actual play of, uh, we'll call it the submissive. Mm -hmm. And yet the submissive has a lot of power mm -hmm. sort of a thing. And that's kind of what I'm hearing being um, spoken about. Yeah. Um, so how... Saturn's little constricty fingers on Venus. Like, talk to me about what that feels like. Venus, and especially in the Vedic chart, Venus is a penis. It is just, it's nasty. And nasty in a beautiful way. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I think Venus likes being in that place for the most part, mainly because it's benefic nature being very lucky and being a, a light bearer of sorts and mm. and also saturn being the opposite of the sun but needing the light as well to truly express itself properly mm -hmm. i think they work well together um but how it expresses itself in the sub dom sort of way saturn shows me how to use my submissive nature to actively dominate someone. Um, and that can come off in playing the game like a cat. It's like, oh, don't touch me. You know, get away from me in that tone. And it's making you want to touch them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, no, I don't need any of this attention. And, and so many people do it naturally. They just want to be seen. Like, you can turn on the tickety-tock. I'm not on there, but I've seen it occasionally. <laughs> um, and you just see how people look into the camera trying to be all bashful and whatnot, and you can tell when they're doing it. Yes. It's like, oh, you're doing the, the posism. You're trying to manipulate the gaze in order for me to have a certain level of reaction from you. That's a, a lower-level Venus, in my opinion. It's a you have the acting down, which is hard to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But if someone recognizes the acting, then it's like your spell doesn't work. Mm -hmm. However, if you're able to just do subtle things without even needing to look at the camera, without even needing to move the body, it's just the world around you lighting you up, so to speak. Mm -hmm. That's a higher level. That's a level of receptivity um submission in that way it's allowing the world to make you more beautiful when instead of actively trying to pursue it and project it 
And so Saturn controlling how I can feel about myself in that whole thing. Saturn makes me feel inappropriate because it is also in a place of like, you need to be a traditionalist in certain ways. You need to be clothed properly. I mean, Cap would say, you should be clothed. (laughs) (laughs) Where is your three-piece suit, sir? (laughs) Where are your underwear? I don't care if you're wearing pants. Did you lose them? (laughs) What's happening? This is a mess. Pull it together. Please, please. the suspenders are, that's not enough. I don't even have a shirt to tuck in. Like, what is, like this, and then Aqua decides to say, but this is fashion. Like, the suspenders, the pants, no shirt, no panties, and maybe no socks, but shoes. That's, I'm doing that today, but I usually wouldn't do that. It's just like, oh, it's quirky. It's something else. I've lost my point. Anyway, I'm bringing it back. Control submission. What is your question? I kind of forgot can it. I hear, can I make an observation? Go oh do my it. gosh. Okay. So teaching time, because I like to be the teacher. Um, you're talking about a conjunction. Saturn, Venus, Mm -hmm. it's in a sign, whether we're doing a chart with Capricorn or Aquarius, Mm -hmm. where Saturn is the ruler. So Saturn Mm -hmm. is going to be in charge of what Venus does. Yeah. So this is kind of like a little bit of a, like a daddy relationship going on between Saturn and Venus. It could be. Yeah. There's the power. Like Saturn has the power over Venus regardless. Right. So because of that, in your chart, there's a lot of like control is where you find the beauty. Yes, thank you. If it was flip-flopped and say you had this same conjunction in Libra, Mm -hmm. it would be more about Venus trying to make Saturn more palatable. Mm-hmm. You don't need to make Saturn palatable. <laughs> yes. You see the beauty in the harshness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's what I'm I'm hearing. Like that's a great Thank demonstration. You, oh my God. <laughs> Brought it together. And I know. Well, and she was like waiting for, for my Libra to translate for you, but no, I was no, like, no, no, I no. got it. No, I, 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 no, it excites me. Um I'm like, I'm oh right, other people. <laughs> yep. This is a fun tip for um when you're reading a chart, like to see who in a conjunction or a square, who's the dom and who's the sub. Like it depends on the sign that it's in. Yes. And that will help you interpret um, what an aspect is doing so well by mm-hmm. seeing like who's the dom, who's the sub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the way Saturn was moving, um, what since 2020, it definitely, I had my, my return for sure. Um, and all everything was happening in Capricorn at the time. So I was like, oh, lovely. Let's learn today and t- next year. Oh, and even now I'm still learning. And it's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a good experience. But the planets manifested in my uh, my social life, in my career life, in my everything, honestly. And it was showing me how individuals or entities can control me or they can control the way that I perceive, they can control the way that I live even. Mm-hmm. How how am I going to function in someone's home that they own? How do I function in my own home that I share with someone mm-hmm. when we I perceived it to be equal, but ultimately my Venus feels things and it's like, oh, this is a domination sort of thing. Okay, 
I have to be submissive here because that's the only way this works. Mm. There's the there's being able to perceive the level of I need to open my pussy up for you because any other time it's not you're not going to respect me either way. And this is like a in some conversations say, well, that's just disrespecting yourself. That would be degrading and lowering yourself because you have to appease somebody in order for them to give you the reward that you want. And it's like, well, that's how life works. You have to appease other people to get what you want. Yes. Saturn's like, so you're going to have to bow down either to my force or you're going to have to bow down to others. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're just going to have to do both and keep taking it. Yeah. Yeah. But what can you do while you're taking it? What cute clothes? Yeah, you know, wear cute. Yeah, I get the mood. Control that. Yeah. <laughs> wear cute clothes. Wear no clothing. It works better when there's no clothing. In my aspect, it's like okay, you can and be in the sun. The sun is extremely beautiful. It mm-hmm. lights up all the darkness, mm-hmm. and so it's Saturn and Venus being conjunct. I do have light and dark kissing each other often mm-hmm. and since it's in a space of what cancer it's like oh well when it comes to emotional capabilities you are going to make someone very confused about how they feel about you it's mm. like oh i want you in my house i don't know how i feel about you being in here because you're making me feel like i need to clean up differently but you're not saying anything but i feel feel you really judging Saturn, judging how I'm living within the beautiful space that you're providing me. Mm. But you're not going to tell me that. Why? Because Saturn doesn't tell you there's a test happening. It's inferred there's a test happening. When there's Saturn, there's always a test. It's a, it's a test regardless. You don't give a fuck about nobody. Can I just say C? <laughs> just like down the line, see, see just sees, get degrees. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I got my degree, so I'm like, <laughs> I didn't have to try for it. So I was like, oh, okay, great. But Saturn says, if you try for it, as we were talking earlier, there's no guarantee that you get your reward, that you get the result that mm-hmm. you want. Right. But you will get something. Hard work is its own reward. <laughs> you will. You'll get muscles. Yeah, you weren't working for them. He wanted to be stronger so he can get up that hill. Mm-hmm. You might have not made it up the hill, but your calves look amazing. Thank you, Sisyphus. <laughs> <laughs> like, they look heavenly, and I'm pretty sure you'll get up there next year. Why? Because the work, the foundation is already strong enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm constricting you in such a way that you actually evolve and blossom in the particular way that you wanted. If we're going to go with the idea that we choose our astrology and we control our evolution versus with my chart. It's both or with the system that I'm following. It's a, a little bit of both. I control ultimately who I am as a person, mm-hmm. but since I subscribe to astrology, that means I have to submit to the forces that are naturally at play, which means I'm playing with my own psychosis mm-hmm. to a degree. Mm-hmm. And I have to accept, okay, there's going to be movements that I have to accept. No, I don't need to accept them. I can decide that. I choose that. Ah, you asked for this character. You asked for this character sheet. 
that's what you have to do to be to be and embody that timeline mm -hmm. and to be a, a a prophet of sorts with the aqua energy it's like i'm only saying what and since moon is also in that area as well how i think how i feel how i express and then how i relate to controlling i believe i know what reality is even if i'm uncertain and confused and opposed by other people's version of reality but even then i cannot submit to you unless i'm trying to actively help you cope with your own reality but if you're going to ask me how i view objectively i'm hard set in what i believe you're not going to change my mind unless one i fail and it's like okay well I didn't pass that. So clearly you must be stronger. I submit, we'll do this dance for another time. Or now it's a, huh, I predicted that correctly. Mm. I win. What are we going to do about it? Because I don't care that I won. I just want it to be right so that we can all agree at this point where we are and then say, well, can you trust that I know what the fuck I'm talking about? Then let's go over there the way that I said it. Why? Because I have shown you that I know what the fuck I'm doing. You brought in the worst word ever, Saturn. <laughs> trust. Trust you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is a great place to have, like, a little breaksy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, after. Oof. A lot of, we'll be right back. I have a lot of energy. Okay, mm -hmm. so something we've been talking about um, as an Aquarian uh, skill set, let's say, is code switching. Mm -hmm. um, for those that are not familiar with this, it's where um, people alter their language and behavior um, and sometimes not necessarily personality, but like attitude of life, um, depending on the group that they're in. Maybe one way with your family, another way with this group of friends. Um this comes up a lot in conversations around race um, because it's a survival mechanism for a lot of people of color or for people that are not uh, as much a part of um, dominant culture um, in whatever environment that may be. Um, I know as a white lady, I do code switching um, but it's, it's often to get something it's a, like, oh, well, this is a fancier group of people. I'm going to act a lot fancier mm -hmm. and use bigger language, <laughs> uh, so that I can get something. Yeah. Um, so I feel like the ability to code switch is a very Aquarian, Aquarian tool, mm -hmm. um, as somebody with Aquarius energy and also experience in needing to code switch to survive, mm -hmm. um, how does that resonate for you or sit with you? You know, that aqua watery energy of having to just kind of flow into spaces, absorb the space and figure out, okay, well, who do, who do you want me to be so you're comfortable? That, that is the question. So <laughs> ask that one more time. Like, who do you want me to be so you are comfortable either existing or communicating with me or just even feeling like you can be 
okay in the space and not even communicate with me because even from afar you are judging another individual and the voice says a lot it's a vibration of its own so even when you hear someone you're going to make some jump or you're going to make those really uh irrational understandable survival decisions Mm -hmm. it's like okay they sound like they're rough i should watch them it's like, well, you don't really need to because you're in your car. And <laughs> I mean, I understand carjackings happen. Unless they're a superhero, you might be okay. You might be okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Was he in spandex? Was she in spandex? <laughs> like, oh, no, fuck. Now the outfit matters. And oh, no, she was just jogging. He's like, okay. No, well, now I got to watch the jog because right. I'm concerned. Um, but <laughs> the, like the code switch being aqua it's it's like feeling like acting but it's all very natural because it's not necessarily performative it's about the cohesion and like okay i want people to feel comfortable mm-hmm. so we can figure out what the fuck we're doing here mm-hmm. but mm. also if that particular person community actually doesn't vibrate at your level because you can at least reach their level and my mom has brought this up with her her own tendencies, not necessarily knowing her chart, but she's like, oh, I can be everyone's friend, but they can't be my friend. Mm. And I'm like, ah, mm. well, that sounds right. I guess I got that from you. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> knowing that you can make anyone, you can connect with anyone and be honest and truthful, but it's like still going along with the prophet sage energy. It's I'm just showing you the mirror and yeah. you're you're comfortable looking at yourself. Right. And I can embody this. It doesn't feel bad for me. If it felt bad for me, I wouldn't fucking be here. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't fucking be here. Yeah. Because I think that's that's a very mature Libra energy mm-hmm. as well. So both Steve and Moray here have Libra risings. Mm-hmm. And this has been um, the thing I have observed <laughs> as true for Libra risings, but also just the two of you where it's this... Um, immediate feeling of intimacy <laughs> with the people around you where yeah. it's just like oh, i need no more you're so special but everybody is special <laughs> and you're like damn it i need to be more special than that <laughs> that's very true it's a beautiful thing because it is it's that mirror um and it's that lovely libra mirror that says well i'm, I'm not going to show you the ugly parts of you yet um so right now i'm gonna show you how beautiful you are see look how lovely you are yeah Yeah. um i was also hearing the belonging aspect um when you were talking about um kind of bringing the group together yeah that aqua does Mm -hmm. um and that's where my brain went oh no but they're not doing it for themselves how do they feel about this true kind of a thing so it's like a little paper like death by paper cuts Mm -hmm. almost because it's just like well they don't actually care about me, but glad I'm doing all of this work for them mm-hmm, kind mm-hmm, of a thing. And mm-hmm. clearly this is not for me, but this is, like, yeah. let me let me do all this work for you mm-hmm. kind of a thing. But I think yeah. that is ultimately the lesson Aquarius has to learn. Because mm. um, I hear the Aquarius-Leo uh, access there. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Aquarius says, I build this kingdom 
for you, but I'm not a part of it. Whereas Leo says, this whole kingdom is for me and I am a hundred percent a part of this. And so I think it's finding that balance. Well, you, oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, because what ruler doesn't want to feel a part of their people, but also you can't be a part of your people right. if you're a figurehead. Right. Yeah. So it's like right. the back and forth where Aquarius sees themselves in the crowd. Yes. Looking at, it could be them up on stage yeah we'll say and then it's like not me gotcha. that's not that me. Ain't me yeah i'm not a part of this system <laughs> i am daring to be an individual yeah. i am outside i'm an alien and i wasn't born here but yes i was i oh no i was incarnated here and we're trying every way to get mm-hmm. out of being connected to um i guess the society that you think is trash because we're still dealing with saturn and reforming Mm -hmm. um it's like oh yeah i'm not a part of this because i don't think you guys are worth being in the group you're not a part of my group Mm -hmm. i'm in your group Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yes and i I followed that just throughout life (laughs) yeah and i think that's part of being a herd animal Mm -hmm. um because if you think of humans as herd animals the thing that can kill you more than anything else is the herd rejecting you. Yeah. But if you choose mm-hmm. to reject the herd, you maybe have a little bit of a chance as a lone wolf for a while uh-huh. at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, eventually get picked off. But of then course. eventually get picked off or you lose your mind. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and going going a little further with the animal thing of like a hive mind mm-hmm. too, where it's like, every single sci-fi every single anything like the borg Mm -hmm. like if you get if you detach from the hive mind you still you still hear it like it's still whispering right behind you yeah i'm like oh no i am not i'm not this person anymore i'm not a part i'm not the entity i'm not a part of this collective Mm -hmm. and i think with kind of the aqua now with saturn doing its whole thing again it's you aren't a part of this system you aren't a part of the group because i mean look at everybody they're not even agreeing with the same thing that they're saying you all want the same things and yet somehow you're not in agreement with how to get it you're not in agree you're not in agreement with how one person goes about it you're not in agreement with how another person views reality or even themselves you care too much about how someone views themselves and I get that. Aqua is a little more free going with how one perceives themselves. It's mm-hmm. like, you do what you want. You do whatever makes you comfortable. But uh, realistically, if we're to look at it, the society you live in is not favorable for you. And you want to dare to be different. Mm-hmm. You don't even necessarily want to try to mold yourself in such a way that society finds you palpable and special versus someone that's probably doing the exact same thing as you. Mm -hmm. I think all the aquas that I've met have always told me who they were. They've been self-aware. Yes. You know? Yes. And I have (laughs) this, this is so funny. I could speak for myself where um, I have Uranus in my first house Mm -hmm. and it's conjunct Jupiter. It's a big Uranus. Um, and for so long, I relied on the element of surprise where people would make one assumption about me and then I would surprise them with something different. Mm-hmm. 
I have noticed that the older I get and the more my true self is what you get mm -hmm. right at the beginning, yeah. I lose, I don't have the control I used to have. <laughs> I don't have the element of surprise. Yes. Um, it's just authentic now. Mm -hmm. And I have to just be more vulnerable where oh. it's like, oh no. No, please it don't make what me. You see. I want to like show the world who I am, mm -hmm. but then I, I have to lose control of other people's assumptions and manipulating their assumptions oh. it's icky and you have to do that online oh. it's like oh because it's all about following and brand now yep, yep. and yep. unfortunately it's just the way that the human mind works they're going to focus on something they want either it's sex or food it's all just about consumption is this thing can i obtain and consume this thing often and is it appetizing what makes another person appetizing to one another? I, I'm not sure. Online says, whew, you guys are hungry. <laughs> and and you're starving for- And thirsty. And thirsty. I mean, oh, it's Ravenous. a drought. Like, and you can even be pouring water in their fucking mouths. And right. it's like- That's where I'm like, where's the satiation? There isn't, I was like, oh, so there's no nutrition. No. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're used to the junk food. And mm -hmm. I love, I love me some McDonald's. I sure. love the breakfast. I'm like, oh my fucking God. I know my guts are like, fuck you. I am not happy. I've never been happy. <laughs> but I am a goat. I can process anything. We're going to uh, will our way through it. <laughs> no, I'm full and well. When I get home, it's like, okay, I am not bottoming today. <laughs> and I'm, probably in the next two days, I'm not doing that for you. I mean, sometimes you got to close up shop for maintenance. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you, know? you got to be a bottom for McDonald's. You know? <laughs> like, sometimes Ronald takes Ronald's residence. daddy today. Ooh. He fed me properly. Oh, my gosh. Okay? It might have been a good quick 10 minutes. Good. <laughs> mm. I'm loving it. Tasty. I am second. You're welcome. McDonald's, please pay us money. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Very much. I apparently, allegedly, I sound, when I picked up the phone at the eye, my grandma was like, you sounded like a white man. And I was like, well, yeah, it just, it comes out naturally. <laughs> you sounded very different online. I'm like, the voice travels differently over this fucking machine mm -hmm. for whatever reason, but also I change the pronunciation of things and I try to accommodate people's ear, ears, earlobes, whatever the fuck it is. And you begin to realize, oh, how are you going to treat me based on the code switch? Mm. If I was to be authentic, how are you going to respect me? How are you going to even accommodate me? Mm -hmm. Are you even caring about who I am as an individual? And for the most part, it's no, because if I'm code switching, it's about you. It's mm -hmm. about how I perceive how this interaction is going to go. Mm -hmm. The other person feeling comfortable. It's like, okay. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're dealing with in our world right now with Saturn saying, okay, let's change the rules of things. But with changing rules, that means oh, no one's going to be comfortable with the way that the rules are changing and how we perceive the world and how collectively we want to perceive each other. We're not going to be in agreement with, if we're going to get real deep about it, how people view their gender. 
we're not going to be in agreement how people view their race, which doesn't exist. That's a whole conversation on itself. But as much as we want to have the have these conversations of the world would be such a better place if we didn't have these labels. And I'm like, yeah, but then we wouldn't really know what to talk about because we need the labels to identify everything. It would have been easier if we weren't so diverse. But since you bitches want to be diverse in these day and age, now we have to have labels. And those labels are not true to who we are. But they are their language for us to figure out what we need to do in order for us to move further. So I think with code switching, it's, for me, always a natural aspect. Because it's like, I want to communicate with you. Mm-hmm. I, I just mm-hmm. want to figure out what's going on. And if I can see how you're... Say, say if we're at the shop and it's like, okay, this is a very timid person. They, fuck, they're nervous. Oh, God, that's going to be a hard energy to get involved with because I'm like, bitch, are you okay? <laughs> like, I don't even want to approach you because it's like you seem so scared and I don't necessarily know what's going on in your life to make you scared. You could just be naturally introverted and timid or you could definitely be someone who is going through something so now i have to and i don't even know if this figure here is something that you're naturally worried about so Mm -hmm. it's like oh how do i make you comfortable and i just have to become myself reading you and once i see that spark of like oh i'm comfortable i'm like okay that's what it is well how can i help you All right. Well, I personally want to say thank you so much, More, for being on on the show today yeah. and for like going to the depths with us. Yeah. Like we've we've like talked about so many so many things that we've wanted to kind of bring out but like haven't had the right person to t- talk with. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Um so we are deeply um <laughs> grateful for Zoe trying to kill us all. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Uh, yeah. dog, dog nearly took out a fake wall. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. Uh, well, if you have enjoyed this conversation and you're like, I need more Moray in my life. Which you do. You oh, do. Uh, you're in luck because <laughs> Moray has a podcast too. So tell us a little bit more about where the people can find you. It's real rough. Okay. Um, it's, 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 it's in a, all the right it, ways. Yeah, that was like, it's rough in the right ways. And that's how we like it. Uh, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on anchor it's on the spotify um what is my podcast called that's that's the sad thing i'm like uh we'll have it in the show notes i think it's more race too that's the the thing i'm going for it's like yeah just me stewing just me and just basking in my own juices whatever that Mm, is i feel like there should be a ramen dish with these i mean that's actually oh that's not a bad idea i mean we can post a recipe i know someone who could make some fake graphics for you yes and i actually need that too um but yeah this is just it's a podcast it's like a it's a journal honestly because i don't even know how to do a podcast of like interviewing i would like to interview people but it's also like i have so much internally that I'm trying to process. Mm -hmm. And then I know I talk to people where it's like, oh, you're going through a similar thing. Okay. You might, you either don't have the words for it of what you're going through, but it's hitting you or 
you're not comfortable talking about that because that means you have to agree to a lot of things about yourself or maybe other people. And also, I think I'm just tired of talking to myself. (laughs) (laughs) So if I put it out on some kind of, you know, vocal diary, it's, it's out of my head for the most part. Then I don't have to regurgitate it to myself Mm. to where it's just an entire uh, feedback loop of like, yep, I've already said that. I've already, I already know that. Why do I keep saying that? It's like, well, I think it's because you're meant to say it to other people possibly. Mm. And you're then supposed to receive a reward, whatever that is. Rewards are negative, positive, doesn't really matter. Mm. Um, from the listener and whoever listens to it is meant to react to that either internally or they go out and do something. And I just feel like that is what what that podcast is supposed to be. And there's a lot of I'm just open and honest about bullshit. Sex, it's sex, it's drugs, it's rock and roll, it's mental illness going on occasionally where I'm having a psychotic moment. I'm not going to lie. I and I like those moments because I actually find the most clarity in them. It's like, oh, God, I'm having a very interesting voice speak to me and you know what it actually goes against everything that i logically know is true but what's going on here what can Mm -hmm. we talk about Mm -hmm. Um, so i'm not afraid anymore to necessarily express that Mm -hmm. but it's just doing the the work allowing the voice to be and just flow effortlessly Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah everyone grab some artisan croutons or more race (laughs) stew I've been waiting so long to say oh, that. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. I appreciate it. You're, you're welcome. I have to cheese it up. Oh. I enjoy <laughs> Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Astrologize It. Yes. If you are interested in learning more about us, we are on the web at astrologizeit.com. Or you can follow us on the socials, primarily Instagram, at astrologizeit. Thank if you you're, for me. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Pisces season is around the corner. All right. Fuck. Stay shiny. <laughs> uh.